and welcome! You're now listening to Fancy on Tour. My name is Fanny and I'm a vagabond from Sweden, currently living the powder dream of Revelstoke. In this show, I will share my stories from traveling with you. Let's get it all started. In the last episode of Fancy on Tour, I talked about the sexy road trip that I went on together with my sexy crew. We visited towns like uh, Rossland and Nelson in the south of British Columbia. And we skied in the ski resort Red Mountain on their closing day. And we also ski-toured up to a mountain hut in the middle of nowhere. It was great. And now the stories continue. And in this episode, I will talk about Twin Peaks, my future plans, and naked skiing. This is Fancy on Tour, episode 7. So when I first arrived to Ravi, I was amazed. It was like being in this mountain paradise fairy tale where anything could happen. But what also shocked me was how much it reminded me of Twin Peaks. Yes, you heard right, Twin Peaks. David Lynch's outstanding classic from the 90s. And the series was shown on TV when I was around three years old. So how come I know all about it? Well, the last couple of years, it has kind of returned again, and it's been a revival in Sweden, and all the kids have started to watch the show again. It's a bit slow, but still, such a cool experience. So why would Revelstoke make me think about this show? Because there's so many similarities. Twin Peaks take place in a small mountain town somewhere in North America. There is a dam right next to the town, there is a sawmill, and there are a lot of Douglas fir trees. And in Twin Peaks, there is a hotel named the Great Northern, owned by Family Horn. And in Revy, there is a hotel named Bighorn. And there's also a gas station in Twin Peaks named Big Ed Gas Station. And surprisingly, the gas station in Revelstoke is named Big Eddie Gas Station. It's just so many similarities. The only things that I've been missing so far is that there is no cafe that are serving the excellent and amazingly tasty cherry pie that everybody eats in Twin Peaks. And there's also a log lady in Twin Peaks. She has this magic log that has a lot of information. And she walks around with it and this log is telling, yeah, telling secrets, basically. So in Twin Peaks, the series, there are a lot of mysterious things happening. And during my time in Revy, there haven't been that many mysterious things. Except one evening. I was driven home by some friends. It was dark outside and my roommates were not home. I was dropped off outside my house. My friends was just about to take off 
When the lights from their car lit up the ground on the lawn. And there it was. A dead bird. It was big and brown and it laid just beside the doorsteps. It was also strange. How the did it end up there? There was no windows in front of it, so it could not have flown into it and, and crashed. So then why was the reason that this bird was placed just here on this perfect spot? It was just as if someone had left it there as a warning. And I am afraid of birds. My friends had to come out and help me to move it from its place, and they put it in the snow. I entered the house by myself, super scared. I was gonna sleep here by myself tonight. But fortunately, nothing more happened that night. But I'm still, until this day, very curious about how the bird ended up there. And what kind of message it was supposed to bring. Because I mean... Was it really an accident? Have you ever crossed the thought of skiing naked? Well, here in North America... They seem to have many naked events. There are naked bike rides, naked running, and a lot of naked skiing traditions. When I heard about it, I felt very excited. There must be something nice about it, otherwise people wouldn't be doing it as enthusiastically as they are doing here. So I thought to myself, if there's one time that I should try to ski naked, it's probably now when I'm here in Revelstoke. And it ended up happening on the closing day of the ski hill. The day before closing day, I was at a party down by the ski resort and I was introduced to a new friend. We were dancing for a little while and then I asked her, so, do you want to go naked skiing with me and my friends tomorrow? A couple of minutes later, we had organized a whole group of ladies who wanted to do it. And the next day, we all met up at the warming hut on the top of the Stokeshire, had some drinks, and got undressed. Ah, this was so exciting and scary at the same time. Was it going to be cold? Was it going to be awkward? No more hesitations. We just did it. Ten girls skied down the stoke chair. And I almost didn't make it with the group because my bindings didn't click. I stood naked for something that felt like 10-15 minutes and struggled to get the bindings on properly. But you know what? When we finally started skiing down, it felt like the most natural thing that i ever done in my whole life. It was not even cold. Or maybe it was the adrenaline that prohibited me from feeling anything else than the kick 
of skiing naked. And we finished the run by skiing into the forest, a perfect place for us to get dressed again. And we were all so excited afterwards. I could so have done it like over and over again and again and again. So to all of you who are a little bit curious about what it would be like to ski naked, I highly recommend you to do it because it is an experience of pure freedom. The closing day was done. We skied naked. And now what? The snow was gradually melting, and within the last week, 95% of all my friends had left town. And I had no plan. All I knew is that I want to stay in Canada as long as I had my working visa. But where would I go? After some thinking, I felt more and more attracted by the idea of trying something completely different. I did some research and I ended up feeling interested in Montreal, the vibrant city of Quebec. Why? Because one, they speak French, a language I love and want to know more about. Two, they are supposed to have a lot of cultural events and music. And maybe this could be a good place for me to develop my songwriting and DJ career. Three, it is supposed to be so much going on in the summer. So if there is a time to be there, it's probably best in the summertime. But I have basically no friends in Montreal. I only know one person, a friend of my roommate's friend, who stayed with us for a couple of nights here in Revelstoke. I contacted him to ask about if he had any recommendations for me, like how to find a job and where I could find a place to live, etc. And he responded that him and his roommates were gonna have a room for rent this summer in their apartment. And the rent was good and the location very central. I couldn't believe it. I felt like it was meant to be, and I could not, not miss this chance. I just had to take it. You have been listening to Fancy on Tour, a radio show about a Swedish vagabond and her stories from traveling. And if you want to know more about me and my travels, just check it out. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Fancy on Tour Podcast. See you! I'm